You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. All right, Angela, I'm going to need you on this one today. I need a female's opinion on the stuff we're going to talk about today. I don't know that you're my favorite person right now because you posted that Christopher Lloyd picture of me that I said (laughs) I don't want up. God, girls are so hardcore about the pictures, <laughs> man. You gotta like get like three approvals. Uh, uh, it's, what is the, the when the, I look like the the crazy scientist from Back to the Future? You look fine. I, that is not a picture I want posted. You look fine. Girls are so weird. Then they want like the what's the Instagram? The different what is it? The different the oh, different the yeah the different filters. You got to get such like crazy yeah. approval from females when you take pictures of them. It's unreal. I'm not really into the filter part as so much as long as the pictures are being taken from my good side. Oh, here we go. And I don't have Christopher Lloyd hair. You have every side of you is a good (laughs) side. No, it's not. Yes, you're fine. Uh All right. So I'm definitely going to need your opinion today. Okay. Um, Man, I'm so glad we had the show today because last night, uh, a really good friend of mine, I'm going to avoid saying his name. This is not false. This is very true. And in due time, I will tell you who I'm talking about. I think we should just give him a name just to refer to. Let's call him... Dave. Okay. Or let's call him Jeff. Jeff's our engineer guy, so let's just call him Jeff. <laughs> we'll call him Jeff. Yeah, I mean, be, that's cool. We'll just you call him Jeff. You hypothetically knocked yes. up a girl, Jeff. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All right. So this is this is real life. This happened yesterday. Um, a buddy of mine was like, hey, man, we need to hang out. What are you doing tonight? And, you know, this is all text messages. And uh, I was like, man, I, I just kind of feel like going home. He's like, dude, I need to see you. I got something I need to tell you. And just jokingly, I was like, oh, what'd you do? Get a girl pregnant? And he was like, yeah, actually, I did. And I'm like, dude, don't fuck around. He's He wrote back, seriously, I need to talk to you. So I met up with him last night, and we talked. And here's what happened. Um, my buddy's a good, a good dude, a mm-hmm. few years older than us. Mm-hmm. And... He was banging this chick, I say, like a booty call. And he told me. They were me, F buddies? Yes, they okay. were F buddies. And this is, I know girls are going to be listening. I don't want y'all to get mad at me. This is his words, not mine. He legitimately was straight up with me. He's like, dude, you know what? She was fat. She was ugly. Uh, it's just a girl. Oh. No, literally, he was like, this is just a girl that we were F buddies. I'd get drunk. She'd get drunk. We'd call or text each other. I'd come over. She'd come over. We'd hook it up. And that's it. That's all it was. Um, and I said, okay. He was like, yeah, she was on birth control. I said, okay. So clearly he went raw. Um, and she hit him up and said that she's pregnant. And I read the text messages in his phone and he was like, I'm really not ready for a kid, but it's whatever you want to do, you know, played it Mm -hmm. real cool. And she was like, okay, well then I want to keep it. And I was taught when I was talking to my buddy last night, um, there's really not much you can say from man to man when you're talking. You can't go, oh, bro, it'll be okay. You can't give the cliche reassurance response because, you know, so weird. I remember we were talking out on the patio late at night. We had a few drinks. And I remember he was just sitting next to me, and we were both just kind of – it's not like he even wanted me to talk to him. He just kind of wanted me to just sit with him. Is yeah. that weird? You know, it's almost it, – honestly, it was kind of like a death where you, you just sit there in silence and your, your boy's next to you. And it was so weird because – he told me he got her pregnant, and he goes, "Is a good friend of mine. He's beat a DWI before. He's beat. Um, he's beat a lot of things in his life. He's beaten. Th- no, this he is has. Like, he and has. he's beaten cancer. No, he and, has. And Not now, cancer. how does he beat the baby? No, he. Uh, he's beaten a lot of really horrible things in his life. And he looked at me, and I'm like, "Yo, man," because we were surrounded by friends a little bit yesterday, and we kind of got him, got my boy drunk, and finally, 
I looked at him dead face him. I said, really, man, how, how do you feel? Like, what's going on through your head? He goes, dude, this is the first time in my life I truly feel like I fucked up. Mm-hmm. He goes, man, I, I almost got a DWI, went to court, got that dismissed. In 08, 09, this guy went through like four or five different jobs in like three months when the market crashed. Everything was horrible. I mean, the guy, he's a survivor, but he goes, dude, I, this is the first time I legitimately feel like a failure. You know, I'm going to have to tell my mom. I mean, this girl was just a F buddy booty call. And, you know, it's to the point to where I never even went out with her in public because she's not that great looking and she's ugly. This is what he's telling me. And mm-hmm. he's like, and I got her pregnant. And I know there are many men that are listening that you have banged a chick that you know you're like, oh, my God, I hope no one finds out about this, but I'm just going to knock it out. I need to, you know, slump bust or whatever. And then she got pregnant. It's like every dude's worst nightmare. If guys are listening to this driving, they're almost probably going to swerve into a wall because it's just that bad. And he goes, dude, I told her, he goes, man, I told her I'll support you, but don't think that just because we're having a kid together that all of a sudden I'm going to be like, you're going to lock me down, meaning you're going to, I'm going to be dad. We're going to move into, we're going to try to make this work. He goes, dude. And I feel his, I, I kind of feel his pain a little bit, but I don't excuse it. Mm-hmm. She was on birth control. He's banging her raw. She got pregnant. But here's the thing. I feel like she kind of broke F buddy codes, F buddy code, because apparently the way he explained it to me, they had talked about if that situation were to happen. Um, she apparently supposedly was on birth control and he he kind of told her, he was like, man, we were just F buddies and then you got pregnant. And now, and I always felt that you came at me like if it, that ever happens, it's cool. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of it or it just, it won't be an issue if it right. does come up. And then he kind of feels a little betrayed like, wow, so now I get her pregnant. Now she wants to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just, it was so weird, man. We were both just sitting there just kind of not talking, just kind of staring at the, at each other's feet. He just wanted me to sit there, and it was really—it was almost like a funeral, like someone died, and I felt really bad for him. And no, it's like it just made me think of an arranged marriage where somebody has to marry somebody that they don't like. That's what it's like. I feel really bad, and you know, I was like, dude. Apparently, she at this point, she's about a month or a month and a half prego. Uh-huh. Um, and she took the she took the pregnancy test. I believe she went to the doctor. I mean, it's official. And this is gonna sound horrible, but I'm just being honest. I was like, dude, are you sure it's yours? And he's like, bro, I know it's mine, and she knows it's mine because she's so ugly and she's so like fat and just. He goes, I'm the only guy who's probably banged her in like years, so it de- it's definitely his. Okay. So what is it that you're trying to get me to explicate on? Because I have several different areas I could attack right now. Okay. Or I shouldn't say attack, but could take my dust buster too. And here's the thing, Angela. I know you're not a your Angela's not a booty call girl. She's not that kind of girl. If you've been listening to the show the last few podcasts, she's, you know, the kind of girl if you're gonna hook up with someone you're going to hook up with someone that's, like, meaningful. You're not going to do, the like, what my boy did, just bang a chick out when he's drunk. Yeah, I don't, I don't have an F-buddy. I, I'm aware of the fact that mm-hmm. I, because there's – because for me, mm-hmm. it's there are just way too many what-if scenarios. It is not worth it because of the pregnancy mm-hmm. aspect, but even just more simply than that, feelings. And I believe I said in one of our other podcasts – what is the point of dating somebody, of hooking up with somebody, if you don't think that they could potentially be a parent? Mm-hmm. 
for your child because you're running that risk every time you have sex. It's a it's it's a game of roulette. I mean, you know, she was on birth control. Let's say he had a condom. Yep, it's he not did 100%. it. Yeah, condom pops. Obviously, yeah. he was banging her with a birth control. She got pregnant. So yeah, the only one hundred percent effective birth control method oh, is abstinence. God. <laughs> Mom, Mama Chase walked in. No, I'm. But no, I just I want to get your yeah. opinion. First off, I want to hear what you have to say. I honestly, I feel for the guy because I feel like she I feel broke F buddy code. Yeah. She did. I mean, if they had already kind of established like, yo, we're not together. We're not going to be there. We're, they're just going to F each other when we're drunk, call each other up and do the thing. And then as soon as she got pregnant, it was like, no, I'm going to keep it. But him going into it was like, oh, if it does happen to go down, I know she's down with taking care of whatever she needs to take care of. Yeah. Whether you agree with that, believe in that or not, we're not going to get into that topic. The topic is... I personally feel like she broke F buddy code and trapped him, and now he's just F'd. Yes, but whenever you're talking about life, the rules of F buddy ship kind of seem a little flimsy. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I-, I get it. I, I get what he you're saying. He feels betrayed, you know? Like, yeah. dude, like, really? We've, we've been on this road. We talked about not yeah. been on the road, but they've talked about it. And we kind of established that if this were to happen, we would take care of it in that situation. Right. And I think he just feels a little betrayed. Like, well, Jesus, why does he now think that she wants to have it? Why does he think she wants to have it? Yeah. Honestly, I'll tell you this right now. My buddy's a good dude. He's funny. He's pretty good looking. He's got a good job. He's just a serial. He, he's not really. He's not a commitment kind of guy. And I think she probably looks at it like, okay, well, this is a good dude. He's got a good job. He's funny. He's nice. He's liked by a lot of people. Lock so, him down? Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I hate saying it, but I, honestly, I think that's what it was, man. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, I mean, I think this whole conversation is just one great big warning that if it doesn't matter how drunk you are, whatever's going on, guys, you got to look at the girl mm-hmm. and go, okay, if in the event she does get pregnant, no matter what she says, she can decide she wants to mm-hmm. keep it anyway. Mm-hmm. Am I willing... To have to, like, do I want to be involved with this person mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form for the rest of my life? Because that really and truly is what you're going into. And that brings up a good point, which is why, I mean, let's let's be real, guys that are listening to this right now. Let's be real, fellas. You've banged a girl raw that you probably knew you shouldn't. Maybe you got that drunk. This is so gross. This is re- but this is real life. I mean, we all say, oh, yeah, bro, wrap it up. Or, oh, yeah, bro, wear a condom, be safe. Every guy that has ever had sex, you know there's that one time where you didn't bag up or you were kind of drunk. You're like, F a condom. You know, every guy's been down that road, just like everyone's been down that road where they go, oh, yeah, don't drink and drive, don't drink and drive. Mm -hmm. But everyone I know has had a few too many, and they've chanced it, and they've drove. So, yeah, we all say, oh, God, don't do this. We're against it. Don't do this. Uh, but we've all done it. So let's, right. I, I just want to not be a uh, hypocrite about it. Yeah, no, and I don't mean it to be hypocritical. I mean it more along the lines of people need to think a yeah. little bit more yeah. because it really is a big responsibility. Because here's the other thing, and you know, I don't know if if he's trying to convince her to have things taken care of or or, or what, but you're talking about a lifetime, mm-hmm. and you're talking about a life. I mean, is that even somebody that he would want to be the no. mother of his child? No. Aside from the looks, is she the type of person he no. would want? None. And yeah. th- and that's why he feels. And I think and like when he looked when he dead he dead faced me, and he's like, dude, this is the first time I truly feel like a failure. I really effed up on this one, man. 
And the reason why is because he doesn't have any kids. So he always thought, when I do have kids, it'll be with one woman, marriage, kind of like how I think, I think how you think. Yeah. I think even how Jeff thinks. Uh, Jeff the engineer. Jeff not the engineer. Jeff, not not Jeff, Jeff the guy who knocked up the chick. Um, but, you know, and I think that's what really bothers him because he's like, I think he feels betrayed that he got he got tricked in that situation where he thought that if it happens, she it, it would get taken care of. It didn't. So he feels a little betrayed in that. And then he feels like, damn it, dude, I waited. Like I said, we're 31. He's a few years older. I think he looks at it like, damn it, I waited this long. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping to do this and start a family when I did have kids. And now I'm going to be one of those fucking guys with a baby mama. You know, and I don't think he just wanted to do that. I don't think any guy wants to do that, but him specifically since he had made it this far in his life. Sometimes I wonder if it's a cultural phenomenon. Because Okay, I was talking to my mom, and she was telling – and my mom is in her 60s, and she graduated from high school in 1965. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me about – she went to this really preppy boarding school in New England and how she'll get newsletters from her boarding school, and it'll be – I guess, where they look at former students mm-hmm. and it'll be something along the lines of, oh, so-and-so from the class of such-and-such such is expecting her child in March and then we'll get married in May of next year. <laughs> yeah, and my mother yeah. said, we couldn't even wear skirts mm-hmm. that didn't touch the floor whenever we got down on our knees. And now they're having us, you know, they're they're talking about this family unit in a way that is so disgraceful mm-hmm. to that line of, you know, to, to the 1950s and mm-hmm. 60s way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she was like, and there's lesbian and gay relationships that they put in there. And I'm just so shocked. But I think a lot of it is that we don't look at marriage realistically. A lot of people would have shotgun weddings in our parents' generation and before, and if you got somebody pregnant, then what you were supposed to do is... Wife it up and... You get married, you do the right thing. And I think that we've kind of, as a culture, gotten to accept divorce and abortion and all of those other things so much that we don't realize that there really are still a lot of people who get married because they were together and got pregnant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, or they get married after they have the baby. Mm-hmm. But I I think you really see it now because it's not covered up anymore. Mm-hmm. And so for this generation, our generation, your buddy, people that are a little bit younger than us, maybe it's it's almost like a filter that you fall through because nobody... It was not a societal norm. Everybody got married. Yeah. Everyone got married, then had the kids, bought the house. There was like a structure. Now it's just... Or if you got pregnant, then it was like, okay, well, you son, you need to do the right thing and you need to marry this oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you got to be with her the rest of your life. Don't cheat on her. Yeah. It's definitely a lot different now, but he didn't want to fall into the norm of what's happening now. Right. And he just fell into it. And I think that's really bothering him. And... You know, I talked to him. I've never told anyone this. I'll, I'll talk about it with you guys. And I talked to him about this last night. But I told him, I said, hey, man, you know, wait. Obviously get a blood test just to make sure. You know, don't get don't get too crazy and overwhelm yourself with it. Wait and see. And then that's when he brought up the whole thing about she knows I'm the only one because of her looks and attractiveness. Um, and, but I was still like, you know, just, just hold off. And I told him, I said, you know, I, I thought about this situation. If I were to get a girl pregnant, I, uh, honestly, I'll tell you the steps of what would happen if I got a girl pregnant. 
I would wait and get a blood test after the kid was born. Like, I want to see a needle go into his arm or her arm. I want to see a needle go into my arm. I want to see them get both vials, put it in the envelope, and seal it for the blood test. I know they can do it while it's in the womb. No, I want to see that go down. I want a court mandated. Like, I want that hardcore to make sure it's my kid. And I wouldn't tell anybody. I mean, and, and then after that, if it came back like a month after the kid was born, it's like, yeah, that's your kid. Then I'd be like, shit, okay. Then I'd probably take 30 days to myself. I'd probably soak it in. Honestly, my parents probably wouldn't meet. If this is talking about accidental shit like what he's going through, my parents probably wouldn't meet my kid till it was probably about three or four months old. And they wouldn't know nothing about it until then. I think it's really cute that you think that's the way it can be handled. <laughs> Do you have any idea how many doctor's appointments women have to go to whenever they are pregnant? Probably I mean, like there's month or so much preparation. And if you have ever spent any time with a pregnant woman, all they talk about is how their body's changing, what their baby's doing. This is the stage that my baby... I mean, it is just baby, mm. baby, 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 baby. I mean, there's no effing way I think you could just dismiss it for for almost a year. I mean, it's nine months yeah. gestation. Yeah, you're right. I don't think that's possible. So I think it's cute that you look at it <laughs> that way, but I think that's completely unrealistic. I'm not saying I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't help out. Maybe I wouldn't pay for it saying like I would chip in, but I'm just, before, I would want to be, because my parents at our age, I mean, my mom's ready for a grandkid. So before I would just say, oh man, mom, I got this girl pregnant. And then, like, I build my mom's hopes up for eight or nine months of while she's pregnant. My mom's meeting her and doing all this, getting to know her. Oh, the kid, you know, is coming. Let's go shopping. And then the kid's born. My mom and dad would make that emotional connection. And then you do a blood test. It's not even yours. My parents would probably be more devastated in that than me going, hey, here's your grandkid. It's three months old, but I just wanted to make sure that was it. I know that sounds shitty, but that would be Well, my you just way have to, to tell it. your parents up front, it may be mine, it might not be mine, so I don't want you to get overly attached. Get attached, you can, you, you can be a surrogate. I mean, but the thing is, if it does turn out to be your kid, and you have been absent this entire time, you're going to be a complete asshole <laughs> guy, and there will be a point where you'll become attached to this kid, and then your entire life, you're going to feel guilty about what a shitty dad you were from the get-go. So that's the other thing that he probably needs to think about is eventually it's, there's going to be a kid and it's going to be his. And whatever feelings he's having right now are going to change. Maybe not towards her. Maybe they will, though. Maybe he'll see other qualities in her because he'll start seeing her differently, not as an F-buddy or, but okay, this is the mother of my child. Um, but it is going to be his kid. He is going to have to be financially responsible. I mean, that's the law. Oh, yeah. And also just eventually he will, I mean, hopefully he will attach to the kid because it is his kid. And if he doesn't, I mean, that kid is going to be so screwed up because it it was, it. I mean, you just have an instinct if you feel like you're accepted or not. Yeah, and I mean, he'd be a dad by... He'd pretty much be a dad by law, meaning he'd be a dad. I know him. He'd step up, pay his child support. He'd pay his, you know, all what he's got to do. He'd be, he's a good guy like that. But I, I mean, you know, it's different though. If you have the kid, then you, then he could probably get emotionally attached to it and really, I, I just don't know. I think once you get down that road, it's definitely a trial by error thing. But it's just, it's one of those things that afterwards, last night and today, I was thinking like, oh my God, I was thinking about girls like I've had sex with. 
And I try to only have sex with girls, just like you said earlier, where if you have sex with a girl, like I want to be able to know that I could put up with her if the condom breaks or whatever for 18 years, whether that's personality, whether that's her looks or whatever. And it's beyond 18 years, Yeah, Yeah, it it actually is. It actually is. They say 18 because it's child sport and when it grows up. But then you got graduations, weddings. You got all that that you're going to see her at. Yeah, you got all that. So I get that, but... Uh, you know, it, it's a trial by error kind of thing. But when you just get sprung on that, I feel I feel like he got kind of effed out of it. But he, there's nothing he can do. She wants to keep it, so that's it. He's he's just he's just got to do what he's got to do. Um, I feel really bad for him. Um, I mean, did it, he explain the heart to heart that he had with her? Yeah, a little bit. You know, he said that they did a sit down after the because t- they text. What's funny? This is what happened. I read it. She goes. Um, she, I was reading his text messages. I didn't believe him. You know, your buddies fuck with you and prank you. Yeah. And I thought I was like, come on, man, don't. I don't need to. Don't fuck with me and say you got to go pregnant. Like, you know, don't fuck around. He was like, no, nah, man. Here, I'll show you the text. And he showed me the text message, and it says, hey, like her. She said something like, um, we need to talk. And he said something like, well, I'm really not time. I'm at work. What's going on? And then she said, well, this isn't really a good thing to put over the text message, but I'm pregnant. And then she attached the pictures with the the lines and shit on it, the the oh. little p test sticks. Uh-huh. And um, and he said something like, <laughs> "Did you get that off Reddit?" <laughs> no, here's my buddy. No, my buddy goes. She said something like, "I'm pregnant," and my buddy responded with, "With whose baby?" <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> I think he was trying to be funny. Because I think he thought maybe she was fucking with them, and she was like, "No, it's yours," and showed like the the sticks and everything. And I was just like, "Oh, I felt so bad. I wanted to barf for the guy." Yeah, I felt that knot in the stomach, like, oh my god, what would I do if I was in that situation? Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, my little—I've thought about that before. Those are my steps. How I explained to you earlier how I would take it. At the same time, I've never been through that. Knock on wood, and I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want that to happen. But it does make you say, you know what? If I'm gonna have sex with a girl, it's gonna be a girl that I'm gonna have to tolerate for the next eighteen. You just gotta think like that. Mm-hmm. You just really do. Yeah, because they have the final say. If they're on birth control or not, if they tell you they they are or not, maybe they're lying. I, you know, you just gotta. It's all, and you know, it's about the girls. It's, it's they have the last say. I'm just curious. They had already agreed that they would not have a baby together if that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did she say to him whenever she said, "Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and keep it"? What was her reasoning? I don't know. I didn't really get. That's a good question. I didn't really get into that. I think I was just like him and still trying to absorb the fact that he got a girl pregnant. Yeah. Because we were both kind of dumbfounded. We were both just like, wow. It, you know, it felt like I got a girl pregnant. That's how close I am with this guy. So I was just kind of, I was trying to soak it in. He was trying to soak it in. Me and another guy that went out with him last night were the first people he, uh, people he told. And he found out about this like a week ago. Yeah. So he's had it in for about a week. He's needed to talk to people. Last night was the first time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even though he's had a week to kind of think about it, dwell on it. Last night was the first time he told like best friends, like, this is what I did. What's your opinion on it? And it was very, it was a very weird vibe. I mean, it was very quiet. And we're both, we're all loud, very outgoing guys. And it was very quiet, very somber. I, I just kept looking at him in his eyes and you could just see this feeling of like, just I fucked up. You could just see it all in his face. Right. And I felt so bad. And that made me nervous. It made me anxious. It started making me think about, my activities and my behavior and I was like dude like damn you really just need to chill out on a lot of shit that you do because I do not want to be in that position and you know I at least have sex with attractive chicks 
I mean, I can't imagine if I get a fat, ugly chick pregnant that I don't even bring her on bring her on my homies. So sensitive. No, I'm being real. And you gotta like bring her. I mean, you gotta introduce it to your parents, your family, your brothers, your sisters. Probably a few of the homies are gonna see what she looks like, and and then pray to the gods of uh, ugly that the kid doesn't look like her. I guess. I mean, you both. You, you just when you bring her around. Not only do you feel just a shame that you had a kid out of wetlock, meaning like as far as there, you had no interest in this. Chick. This chick was a standard booty call. Then you got to bring this girl around, knowing that you thought that. Well, there when was you clearly her, something that she was doing right. If he kept letting yes. her come back, she said yes and let him hit it. So as most men maybe, would, they were like, "Cool." But maybe there's a part of him that kind of sort of likes her, no. and he's just trying. He. You know, it's like if you say, well, I don't know. I really don't think I like my car or my shoes or whatever that much. I don't know. And then people are like, oh, it's not that bad. Maybe no. he's just trying to get everybody else acclimated to her face. No, this guy's <laughs> a walking boner. I mean, he'd get a boner if you put a warm plate of food in his lap. I mean, this guy just wants well, to drive. Well, it sounds like anything. she's found herself a winner, too. <laughs> well, I mean, she did. If you think about his personality, he's a good-looking dude. He's got a really good job. So... You know, I, you know, part of me is like, this sounds shitty, but I feel like a lot of girls do that. A lot of girls find a good dude, financially stable, they can deal with him, and if they let him hit it and get pregnant, they're like, well, fuck it. At least I know I'm attached to a good dude that's, we not might not be married and buy a house together, but I know I'm going to get monthly payments from this guy, good monthly payments. I just feel like that's even the norm now. That's probably shitty to say. That's probably, what is that word? Um... No, what is it? cynical? Yeah, cynical. Probably very cynical, but I mean, you know, why do you think all these reality TV shows are like girls just trying to fuck a rich guy and they do these reality shows? They don't even know nothing about them. All these, what is that show that girls watch, The Bachelorette and shit? Or uh, I don't, I don't watch. Those I don't shows. know. I don't know either. But I know they usually go, oh, this guy's real rich and he owns. Fortune 500 companies and stuff, and we're gonna bring Tinny in and try to date him, and then like date one, they're in love and shit. And you're well, like, well, we've had this conversation in the past that women are looking for a provider, yes, because biologically, men just want to procreate, <laughs> and women are stuck with the damages and have this baby in them for nine months, and so yeah, you want to find somebody who's secure. Yeah, well, this girl did so. Uh, like I said, my buddy feels like a complete. I, you know, what I, I, find, I'll play I just, what I really find interesting is just that they had already set the precedent. They already established this it. was not going. They that that if they got into this situation, mm -hmm. they had a plan. It would have been taken care of, and then she went against the plan. And then she went against the plan. That's and where he feels really betrayed. That's why I'm I'm curious as to the conversations that they had and maybe we'll just have to save this for for a different week as mm -hmm. as this becomes more established but i don't know if it's if it's so much that she's looking to be set up or she's looking to lock the guy in or if you know it's the reality of wow this is life and this is half of me and i i i know I mean, I've had friends. First of all, I lived in Oklahoma. So, I mean, I had friends who were getting pregnant as teenagers. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I've definitely known a lot of girls that did get pregnant. And what they officially said versus the way they felt when it happened, it wasn't necessarily about trying to lock somebody down. It's just that I remember there was a girl that I went to school with who 
got pregnant in college and she was really excited and she was telling everyone because I thought, oh my God, are you okay? Like, that's a tragedy. You're in college. But was it like a guy she'd been with for three or four no. years or anything like uh-uh. that? Uh-uh. No. I mean, and she had the wrong guy. She was a really attractive girl, but she <laughs> she had the wrong guy. So there were some questions and and it did get a little messy because she thought it was one guy that she was dating and they were... I think moving in together, and her, her family has a lot of money. So I mean, she wasn't just trying to lock somebody down ah, or anything. Okay. Um, and she was like definitely more attractive than this guy. Oh, good for uh, him then. Yeah, he k-fetted her up. But she, it turns out, it was somebody else, and so they were. I think oh, they had moved. She thought one guy was the yeah. daddy, and then it was another guy. This yeah. is like a Maury Povich show. Yeah, it was, and they started to move in. I think they had moved in together. Her and, and the then, wrong guy. Yeah, oh, and then see blood test, dude. What? Yeah, I there were some details that came to light where he just went hold the phone, and then I guess they did do blood test or something. I mean, this was a while ago. Like I said, it was college, but well, they're probably both white. He came out looking Mexican, so he's like, hold on, I don't think this is mine. No, it was before the baby was born that they figured out that he wasn't the dad. So they had to mm. have done maybe the amniotic test, but um. Yeah, so they got that all figured out, but that was a mess. And then, I, you know, my I have a distant cousin that thought he was the father of somebody's baby and waited till it was born, and, you know, he's doing Good the right him. thing or whatever, and then the baby's born, turns out it's not his. Good for him. So you're, he's, but he was devastated because. Oh, because he, he, he wanted thought it, it to be was his. his. Oh. Yeah, and so I think it's just really difficult to say definitively what your reactions are going to be in that situation because once it really hits you that you've created life, I think it really changes Mm. people. You know, if this was a girl he was dating, they were talking, he was into her maybe two or three months in, and then she got prego, it'd be a bit different thing. But again, and I'll say it one last time and that's it, the kind of deal was booty call F buddies, if it happens to go that route, it would have gotten taken care of and squashed. And when it did go, she kind of went against her word. You know what you need to do for all of your single male <laughs> friends who are walking boners, as you put it? <laughs> what? There's this movie called Knocked Up. Oh, Buy God. them a copy. I'm going to just watch the movie Kids. <laughs> if you've ever seen the movie Kids, yeah. I won't even jerk off after watching that movie. <laughs> like, that just scares the shit out of me when I watch that movie Kids. If you've never seen it, Kids. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Oh, my I, God. I it scares the hell it. out of you, doesn't it? Yeah. Just watch the movie, kids. It's, it's But ridiculous. the problem with that movie is those people are so trashy, too. That's true. You know, you need a movie. like, And that's, I think that's another part of what happens is you don't put yourself in that category. You don't think, oh, well, I'm, I mean, people think, oh, I'm better than that. They, they always make it like trashy people. But, I mean, look at Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas. She already had a kid before they got married. I mean. Well, she kept her shit tight. So, I mean, you know. And he's like 50 years older. Yeah, than her. he's got millions of dollars. And I think in their I think in their wedding clause or their marriage clause, she makes their prenup. like yeah, she makes like a million dollars every like she's given a million dollars every year that they stay together. Yeah, you got to look it up. It's ridiculous. So every year she not only do they have joint bank accounts in the same house or whatever they do, spending each other's money. But if they were to get divorced, it's in a clause that she makes a million for every year that she was she was married from him. To him. From him? To him, yeah. That's what I meant. 
So I was like, damn, that's quite the, I mean, you know, she, she hustled and got it. And I guess if Mike Douglas wants to go with it. Or maybe she just really then... loves him. But that brings me Come to. Come on. No, Are you going okay. to love a guy and they go, oh, every year we're married, bro. I want a million. So if you want to get a divorce he in five years, it. five His, million. He is Hollywood That's royalty. That's not true love. Come on. Well, I think it's true love, but I do think that if you get yourself into a marriage and you set aside, I mean, you're, you compromise certain things in your own life when you go into a marriage. So if you give up certain things mm-hmm. so that you can have a family, raise kids, do whatever, then, I mean, he's had cancer and, you know, she's there as the wife. I think it's fair. She's probably waiting for him to die so she can just pick up and collect that money. They've been married for a long time, but that (laughs) does bring me to... (laughs) You know she's on his life insurance or whatever. Oh, God. She is. She's got like two or three of his kids, don't she? I don't know. They, They have kids together, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's just but some women just like older men. My sister's husband is 20 years older than her. Wow. They've been married for like 25 years. So hold that dude and how old is she? I'm not going to go into all Either of way, that. good for that guy. And he's not, you know, a wealthy man. So I think that sometimes you can just love somebody who's a lot older than you. But that that brings me to ageism. Oh, okay. Because I don't know. I I do think that there are some women who can look at an older man. I mean, I had a guy who who's. I, I mean, I was walking my dog. He lives in my neighborhood, and he started talking to me. And then he just said, "You know, would you be interested in going to dinner sometime?" And I'm like, "But how much older?" I'm trying to picture this dude. Uh, he has a kid who's two years younger than me. <sighs> wow, that's yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, like he's in his early fifties. Does he look like it, though, or does he keep no, his shit a, together? He's a good-looking man and successful. He's very nice, but I... Is the kid a girl or, or a dude? I, I I don't know. I don't know his kids. I just know that he has three of them, and he said one of them was 29. And <laughs> if it's a dude, you're like, oh, cool, introduce me to your son. No, I think it was a daughter, but I don't know. But it doesn't even matter. It's just more like... You know, I said yes because I'm trying to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I did enjoy talking to him. He was really nice. I was walking my dog. He got her water. He, We knew some people in common. What a player. I mean, he was really nice. But I just thought, I can't date somebody who's no. like 20 years older. No. I don't have daddy issues, so I don't need an older man to make me feel secure. See, in that's what they ways. usually say about girls that date a dude like eight years older, or eight years or of age. Well, or older, I had a boyfriend that. who was ten years older than me um, once, but even that, it was I didn't like it so much because they do they think that they know more than you, mm-hmm. and he was just a dumbass. So see, I don't see that with you. You're very confident. I just see you as. Dudes your age are probably still very immature for you because so yeah. I could see you even going older. I, but that's different with you. Yeah, no, and I mean, there, it's I don't know, but I do think too that first of all, I don't want to. I mean, I do want to have kids, and so I don't want to have a, a dad. <laughs> you know, like my sister, her husband didn't. They didn't have a kid till he was in his fifties. And it's like... And she was probably, what, her mid-30s? Yeah. So it was like... 
I see to me what I observe to me it seems like and I I, I don't want to be hurtful but there's this Just huge gap between my nephew and my brother-in-law like you know my nephew's into video games and things like that and I don't know that my brother-in-law quite grasps does the- he have like an etch-a-sketch or something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's got an edge of sketch. <laughs> the other but, one kid's got an edge of sketch. The other one has an iPad. But That's no, cool. in, it's it's hard to explain. But it's just whenever I'm around them, there are certain jokes that he doesn't get. You know what I mean? Just things that it. He's just out of touch. You know, mm. because he's not working. He's retired. You know, he doesn't work, so it's not like he's around people all the time, keeping up with what's going on. Mm. And so I just think. That's kind of weird. That and, you know, I don't my I mean, my dad was 42 when I was born. And it's it. I mean, my dad was always one of the oldest dads around. And it was really I like it makes me sad because. Like, I don't want my dad. To, I mean, he's he's 73, mm-hmm. you know, you want him to hold your kid at least. Before yeah. He, not, not to be mean. Yeah. But before he heads out. You yeah. Know, out of the picture. Yeah. And so that's kind of weird. But then I just think. 50s. I mean, and no, I feel dude. terrible because nah. because really this guy seems like a catch, a really nice guy, but I just and and it's ageism. You if I what? were to say that though and it were about race, I would be pelted and like told what a horrible racist, horrible, but if I say I'm an ageist, then it's okay. You know, and it shouldn't be okay, but it it really when it comes to just practicality I mean, and I also, it's like what you said, anybody that if you're, it's a May-December relationship, they just assume you're in it for the money. Mm-hmm. And I not- think that's what most do. If, if most dudes, I know me and Jeff, if we're walking down the street, we see a freaking old guy with a hot younger chick, I immediately go, cool, what does he own? What, yeah. what business does he own? Or what restaurant or restaurants does he own? Or what CEO of what company does he? Because that's the only reason that old ass dude could get that young ass hot chick. But this is my other question: Why do you want somebody that much younger than you? To I, me, if I don't know, I, I mean, unless it's a really strong person, which I think Catherine Zeta Jones, Michael, Michael Douglas, is a great example. Because to me, she seems like a very strong woman, very confident, knows what she wants in life. But I think whenever you see a guy with his Lamborghini with some you know trashy looking young <laughs> thing that's twenty five years younger. It's all about how he appears outwardly, and he's not going to value her opinion. He doesn't care what she—you know what I mean? Like, Mm. I want to feel like I'm a partner and an equal in a relationship. And I think whenever you start getting into age gaps like that, the likelihood of a true partnership happening starts to dissipate. That brings me to this—I'm glad you brought up ageism, because I was actually talking to people last night, and— I'm 31, and I've already said it. If I don't have a kid by, like, 35, 37, dude, I'm just not going to have kids because I'm not going to be some 55-year-old dad chasing my 15-year-old daughter who's trying to sneak out, and I'm old as shit, and I can't really hear well. I'm not, I not going to have the energy for it. If I don't have a kid in the next three to five years, then I'm just going to be like, all right, well, fuck it. It just didn't happen for me mm-hmm. because I don't want to be an old-ass dad. I don't want to be a, a 45-year-old dad. And then you start dating a bunch of girls and just like, and, oh, whoops, or maybe, you accidentally knock one up. Or or you date a girl who already has kids, but we've already been down that avenue of conversation. Either way, 
I've already put it in my head. If I don't have a ch- if I don't have a kid by the time I'm thirty, man, I think the latest I'll stretch it is thirty. For some reason, thirty seven sticks with me. If I don't have a kid by the time I'm thirty seven, dude, I'm just gonna say fuck it. I'm just not gonna do it. Well, and I think there are certain benefits to being a little bit older that you are calmer. You know. Oh, I'm way more patient. Oh, yeah, for sure. all the BS. Oh, for sure. I mean, my dad. So my my dad raised me. It was just me and my dad from the time I was eleven until. Till I graduated from school. So my and my dad had been he was a nurse. He was a male nurse. Good for him. And he Gaylord was, Fokker. This was before Gaylord Fokker. He <laughs> did this in the 70s. He was working at Bell Helicopter and going to nursing school. Can you imagine how much people made fun of him? But that's why my dad's so cool. He just does not care what other people think. Mm-hmm. He does what he wants to do. But um anyway, so my my dad uh was a nurse or whatever, and so we they'd have cheer parent organizations and all the mothers were much younger and I just imagine my dad being like all these women fighting over our uniforms saying what their daughters are up to and my dad just letting those women cluck like a bunch of hens and then coming in (laughs) and being like all right this is what we're gonna do absolutely (laughs) and the thing is because he's the only guy and then also because he was older I think that 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 was beneficial he he had his temper more in check, you know, because I mean, I snuck out and did things like you, you yeah. were saying. Oh, every, every guy or girl, teenage guy or girl yeah. does. You sneak out, you might smoke a little weed, you might smoke a cigarette, you might drink a beer, you do all that stuff because you want to see what it's like to be an adult. Mm, and yeah. or just yeah or you got older friends that are like oh man come on just smoke this cigarette just sneak out at like two in the morning and come hang out and you're gonna do it it's just peer pressure you want to be a part of the crowd well and i think it's just at that age you start to get rebellious yeah and, but you think you know everything you don't know shit an older parent is i think okay because they're a little calmer in dealing with the situation you know recently speaking of all this with being older and having kids at an older age i had a friend of mine i'm not gonna say her name i had a friend of mine she just turned 33, mm-hmm. and she hit me up, so she's two years older, and she goes, hey, by the time I'm 35 and you're 33, you got two years of school left, this and that. She was being dead serious. She was like, yo, if, I don't, if I'm not married and if you're not married, she was like, would you want to get married? And I legitimately was like, are you being for real? And she was dead serious. And I'm getting this a lot. That's not the first time I've heard that from an older female friend that's like our age. Mm-hmm. I've heard this little marriage deal thing come up quite a few times. A lot of people make those deals. I mean, I have several people I know we I've j- no, made that deal with. I know we joke about it sometimes with our friends, like, oh, yeah, girl, if we're not hooked up in five years, man, me and you. But this friend of mine was being legit. She was seriously like, no, think about it. You'll finish school in two years. Um, wherever you're working at, you'll probably be a little bit farther ahead. You'll be more financially stable. That, like, she was going through the list. Like, she legitimately thought about it. And was like, no, for real, if you're not married or engaged or got a girlfriend or talking to anyone in about two or three more years from now, we should just get married and have a kid and stuff. And I was like, dude, I don't want to, I want to like fall in love and stuff. I don't want to, I didn't, I waited this long. I'm not trying to make a, like a marriage pact. Plus in your, in the back of your mind, were you thinking, yeah, but I'm going to be a bigger catch after I have school. No, I wasn't thinking that. (laughs) I wasn't thinking that, but I was more like, dude, I don't want to make some type of deal. I mean, to get like, that sounds kind of fucking loserish. Like. Oh, man, well, you're lonely, I'm lonely. Let's fucking team up or we'll just be lonely and miserable together. But have you gotten this before from like, but yeah. in a serious way? I got this yeah. in a, like this, she was being legit. Yes. Really? Yes. How did that make you feel? Okay, it's a friend of mine. Did that, you bring it up or he bring it up? 
Well, we made these jokes. He's Canadian because I went to French camp when okay. I was in high school uh, in Canada. And he works in TV. Okay. And, and then, you know, I worked in radio and all that. And we just – we'd stayed friends all these years. And, you know, sometimes he would mention how he wanted to get to L.A., but – having a green card and, you know, stuff that, so that he can work. Either oh, New York or LA. I wanted to work that green yeah. card angle. Yeah. And so I was just, I mean, I, I think we would just joke about it and be like, and this was before Obamacare and all that. And I, and I remember I said, well, I don't have health insurance. <laughs> I said, well, hell, we should just get married and then you can work in the U.S. And then if I have any major health issues, I'll have Canadian health insurance. And was he like, cool, let's do it. Well, I mean, it was, a, again, it was a joke that we had made. And then... He messaged me maybe about a year ago. No, I don't even think it was that long ago. No, it was it was not quite that long ago. And he said, I really need to get to the U.S., either New York or L.A. Like, I really think that we need to Go look ahead, at this do what marriage we thing. About. And so I was I, – I really pondered. I even talked to my parents about – or my dad about it. I talked to my dad about it. And I said, you but know – are you into the dude? I mean, do you think it could work? Or is it just strictly I mean, you're just trying to, like, get him a green card? He's attractive. I mean, I'm not – I've never had a crush on him or, or felt attracted to him. But he's a, an attractive person. He's very nice. We've been friends for, you know, like half our lives now. Mm. Um, he cares about me. I care about him. So, but is that romantic spark there, or is just all the shit you just said make you feel like that? Well, would be it's a good kind idea? of like what we were saying last week the about chemistry. you. Can you develop feelings for somebody that that would be someone who, at their foundation, they would it, it's a foundation for a great relationship. This person has all the qualities that are a foundation for a great relationship. As opposed to some of the losers that I've really been attracted to, but are not good for relationships. See, I'm all about, I'm, I, can't, I mean, I know I act hardcore and I talk a lot of shit, but I'm seriously like a hopeless romantic. Well, I really is, am. This is what happened. So I did feel a little trapped. I mean, I felt a little bit like, okay. Like he's putting me on the spot, like, oh shit. Like, wow. Um, yeah. Because you're right. I, I'm, or like you say, I'm kind of a romantic too. Mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about it, but I was just trying to weigh the options. And then I thought, well, gosh, it's got to be hard too, even to get that far. And but he, I just told him, I said, I go. Oh, this is what's funny. He said, see, then we could get married, and then you'd finally have health insurance. And I said, okay, well, I have health insurance now. I said, first of all, <laughs> don't uh, need you, bro. The president that we have now makes mandatory for people carry insurance. I was like, so you're a little late on that. But I really. I, I just said to him, do the research. I said, I think there are certain things that you have to do in order to be eligible for all that. And then he called me back and told me he'd looked it all up. So he was really serious, and I was starting to sweat a little bit. I, I just, I, don't, I, I mean, honestly, it's it's a good thought. It's a fun thought. Like, okay, we're both friends. We're both single. If two or three years, yeah, let's do it. But deep down, I wouldn't be happy. I mean, I... You'd feel like you sold yourself short. Yeah, I mean, I waited this long to meet the person, uh, like, of my dreams or to fall in love. Why would I make some pack and then two years from now, if that doesn't happen, it'd be like settling. And I haven't settled yet, so why would I finally settle? I'd almost... I'd rather be alone than settle. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe you're different. Maybe some people... I know a lot of people are afraid to be alone. They're afraid to be by themselves. Maybe I'm different, but I would rather be alone 
in a one-bedroom apartment with a fucking cat than settle with some chick. I think the reason why I was considering it is because I think a lot of my my thoughts on what an ideal mate is are really wrong. You know, life is not a 90s romantic comedy. That's true. You know, and I just thought, and there are a lot of cultures that still do arranged marriages. Yeah. I mean, um, and I don't want to completely generalize, but I know my mother, uh, she was a PA, and she worked with a doctor who was, I believe, Indian, that said, what's with this falling in love to get married? He said, I don't like that. Because if you know who you're marrying and you know their their assets, you know, then... It takes then the stress you, off it? Well, then you just know that you're with that person and you grow to love one another. <sighs> and for some cultures, that's the way that they look at love. We look at love in a very different way, but it's clearly not very successful. Look at our <laughs> divorce rate. Yeah, watch it too much of the fucking notebook, ladies. Tone it down. Yeah. That shit doesn't happen no. in real life. Uh-uh. There's no Ryan Gosling who's going to cry and wait for you for a year. If Meg Ryan starred in it, uh-uh. Yeah, it's not happening. Even when Harry met Sally, I watched the... I'm such a nerd. I watched the commentary. But they said that they really believed that in real life and the way that the story was originally written, Harry and Sally hook up and then they just stop being friends. Oh. But they knew that for people to, they didn't want people to walk out of the theater feeling robbed, so they have them get together in the end. Oh, God. Because realistically, that's probably what would happen. They're going to hook up and roll out, and that's it. That's probably what's going to happen. That yeah. usually is what happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. All right, so with all that being said, I know we we got about a few more minutes. Um this might be kind of personal, Chase. You don't have to answer it, but, you know, it's totally cool. You can throw it on me. I'll answer it for you. Have you ever had any type of, like, scare in that situation that we talked about earlier? Well, I think anybody who's sexually active has a scare. No, but I'm talking like a, oh, shit, this is going down kind of scare. Like, scare. I think everybody has had that kind of a scare. I had that scare, and that's what I told my buddy. I'm like, dude, just just wait and see what happens. Maybe it's a false test. Let her go to the doctor. Uh, kind of what we were talking about earlier. Um, but, yeah, it's just when you get told that kind of stuff and they take a picture holding it, you know, the stick. Yeah. I can only imagine how he felt. I honestly, when I saw the picture he shot, I, I kind of wanted to barf a little bit. I felt that queasy. Like my stomach got knotted so up. So what is your lesson in this, Daniel? My lesson. How are you going to approach life from here on out? I think I'm just going to bang chicks that if I like them and if I could tolerate them, and I know I could, then I'm gonna just bang those chicks. I'm yeah. not gonna be like my buddy who just bangs just whatever. That's what I learned from this. Yeah. Because a lot of guys, a lot of guys are listening right now, and I know a lot of guys they might hit a slump buster. You've heard that? You know that term, right? No, I don't. I'm sure you do. Because I'm not a guy. You've never been anyone's slump buster, I'm sure. Thank you. But uh, the guys, we got slump busters where you're like, all right, man, it's been a while. Let me just knock this out, get back on the horse, just ah. And I just, uh, no, I mean, after hearing that, it's like after watching kids. I just don't even want to, like, be a part of, I just don't want to be, a, I just want to do any of that. It just made me, it made me feel really sick. I feel like I've really observed you grow a lot as a human being tonight. Thank you. And, just, and I'm glad that it's vicarious living for you. Well, I mean, I learn from other people's mistakes, and I definitely learn from this. Well, good. When you saw him, if you could see my buddy, I wish I could just show you the defeat and the the disappointment you, in my friend's eyes. You just need 
to take a picture and put it on a t-shirt. Oh, my God. Put that face in high schools. Yeah. There's your warning. I love this guy to death, and I feel really bad. And even last night, he was trying to talk to me about, like, man, what, what are the steps? When do I tell my parents? And it's just so weird because I was putting myself in that position. And it, that even kind of grossed me. Like I was like, oh, my God, how could I ever go to my parents with this chick and be like, yeah, we just hooked up. We were just bang buddies. And boom, she's pregnant. Your parents know where babies come from, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe the, that's what you have to ask yourself. I mean, if you guys have to get this tattooed, would I mm. be embarrassed showing this chick to my family or, or friends? friends? Ask yourself that, fellas. Don't do it. Yep, because my buddy got into it, and now it's game over for him. I mean, it's just now he's in it. You're going to have nightmares. You're making me tense. You're it made me. I'm telling you, man, This I know this show has been kind of like, I don't know, man. It's it a just, very it, special it, version of it, Angela and Daniel. It really bothered after me. after school special. It really bothered me. And you start thinking about your activities, your personal things, like what you've done. And, I mean, it just it kind of, yeah, it was hard to sleep last night, to be honest with you. I was like, oh, my God, dude, if this was me. And that's when I started thinking about how I would handle it. I just, yeah, it wasn't. Oh, God, the look on your face whenever I showed up today, it was just like. I was like, oh, my God, I got to get this out. I got to get it and I got to hear this. You look like you'd been punched in the stomach. It was horrible. I mean, this is a good friend of mine. And I just. You'll be Uncle Danny. Oh, my God, (laughs) shut up. That's what he was saying. He was like, because he was, you know, this is is a good friend of mine. He's trying to make light of the situation. He's like, yeah, dude, you're going to be an uncle. I'm like, bro, fucking stop saying that. I don't want to hear that stuff, bro. And, yeah, it it was a. it was just a weird, man, yesterday was just a weird day, and that really ended it in a weird note. So, I don't know, man. The other the other cautionary tale is fatal attraction. Oh, God. yeah, I don't think she's that crazy, though. No. I don't, who knows, though? All girls are kind of crazy. I'm just saying, if you need a list of cautionary tales. Watch that movie. That one. That and then Kids. Watch Kids and Fatal Attraction. Yeah. That'll be the, that'll be the duet that you need to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just, I'm glad I got to get this out. Um, you know, so as a female, do you feel, I mean, do you feel like this girl kind of fucked him over a little bit as far as the F buddy rules are concerned, as far as we've talked about it, if this happens, really wanted to get your perspective on that. Like he really feels betrayed. He really does. Oh, I understand why he feels betrayed. I really do. I, I mean, (laughs) Maybe if you're going to have a regular F buddy, you just need to get a piece of paper that's signed and notarized. But I don't even think, I don't even think then, I think if she decided to have it, there ain't nothing you can do. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really the part on you that says, I'm an adult. I did this. I have to take responsibility for it. Like you were saying with people who get behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. Nobody gets behind the wheel and means to get into an accident that causes somebody to die. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's just part of the equation. Yeah, and I try to look at it in a non, like I don't want to be a hypocrite about it, right? Um, because we, like I said, we've kind of all been there, done that. But at the same time, I've just never been. Thank God, that's just it's never happened to me. No, and I think that's the right way to look at it because you can't judge other people. You can't, and, and that's the no. reason why I, I hate that in shows. It's always, it's always like the trashy people. They can't. Maybe that was one good thing about Knocked Up was it was somebody who really had her shit together and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. But it can happen to anybody. Ugh. Even and like I said, she said she was on birth control and I just I don't know. This that was friends, scary. when Rachel got pregnant, yeah. the condom Ugh. failed. Well, it can happen. 
it was just it's just i don't know i'm gonna i mean obviously i'm gonna be there for my boy i'm gonna help him out do whatever he needs but he's got a long row ahead of him yeah and i'm just kind of upset for him because i know that he didn't want to do it like that he wanted to do the whole family thing and now that's gone i mean picture that that's gone that's over with now he can still have it it's just his family isn't going to look the way it did in his head but whose does yeah whose does yeah and i even told him i said man you just gotta i mean as shitty as this situation is you just gotta be upbeat i mean if you have a kid, you, you have a kid, and, you know. That's, At a certain age, though, the fantasy family starts to whittle its it way does, out. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't. Whenever you're a kid, you can fantasize about having the perfect husband or the perfect wife or whatever, but as you get older, then you have to start thinking about compromises. Yep. Like what we talked about last week, like I started kind of thinking, like, man, maybe I should date a single or mom Or marrying or your friend. Because. <laughs> yeah, or that. Because it all starts to look different than the way that you always thought it to be because life life is uh, it's not as pretty as we paint it out to be. Oh, God. So we learned from this show, wrap it up, no matter what. Even if she's on the BC, yeah. put the condom in your pocket, take it home. Just make sure there's no accidents. Yeah. Um, and, like, it, honestly, if you're going to bang a chick, you got a banger thinking if she does get pregnant, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm if, if I'm afraid to, to bring her around or whatever, then don't bang her. Yeah. If she gets pregnant, I got to realize like, damn, I got to show her to my brothers, my friends, I got to bring her around. And I don't want to be embarrassed even more than I already am by getting a girl pregnant that I wasn't trying to, like an F buddy. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, if you it's, got F it's buddies realistic, right now, but it's part of being an adult. If you got F buddies right now, I don't know, man. Maybe you got to talk about maybe they already, maybe F, but there's probably F buddies that haven't even talked about this situation. Probably not. They haven't said, like, oh man, what if something slips up and it goes down and then what? So maybe if you're listening to this, you got an F buddy, dude, you're probably vomiting right now and then you're probably texting that girl, like, all right, so like, what would we do if this happened? So I don't know. That's definitely, uh, yeah, that's definitely something to keep in mind. So, Angela, you got anything to add? What did you learn? Um, I learned that you have a really cute, sweet perspective on how you think that you would handle those things. It's completely out of touch with reality. <laughs> That's what I learned. I learned that you are far more childlike than I even realized. I am a seventh grader in a grown man's body. Exactly. Absolutely. That's my big lesson of the day. All right, guys, wrap it up. I know we've all done it before, but, dude, wrap it up. And if your F buddy isn't somebody that you'd be with or bring around your friends and your family, dude, stop having her as an F buddy. <laughs> You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.